You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. The kind of place you expect a ghost to like to wander around. I'll help you. I'm something of a witch. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your glorious host jc with me today is the queen of everything kiki and uh our cryptid expert cord yep Hi. how you guys doing today what's up what's what's been happening did you see the newest episode of mandalorian jc <laughs> <laughs> because it's over get it it's like JC. i'm doing this run-on joke <laughs> jc i know where you live <laughs> is that a threat because sometimes i want to die it's a promise i was just gonna say you're gonna use your um your acting voice <laughs> it's a promise <laughs> that's fantastic that's not my wrestling voice but hey, you don't want to blow out the mic yeah i, I don't want to my wrestling voice is just scream constantly so how are you guys doing today? If you can't say anything nice about the country that you live in, you're not supposed to say anything at all, right? That's not true. In this country, you're actually allowed to say bad things whenever you want. It's it's however you want to do it. We could say yesterday was a bit of a roller coaster, but it, like it the was. roller coaster was like just one really, really, really big drop. There was no like going back up. It was just careening down towards the ground and then the ride ended. I don't even really know what happened because I've been like doing my best to avoid social media because, well, I'm depressed as fuck, so like I avoid that shit. So what happened? So at the risk of this becoming a political podcast for three minutes, it mm -hmm. seems as though a whole bunch of people who have been told a whole bunch of lies uh, decided that they wanted to believe those lies. And so they also decided to break into the Capitol building. So they broke into the Capitol building. Now, a whole bunch of these people took photographs of themselves before they got there. They took a whole bunch of photographs of themselves while they were doing it. They took photographs technically after they'd accomplished the entry and then promptly later on that night decided to blame it on someone else that sounds like something i would do yeah anyway which so means these must have been geniuses basically. absolute genius <laughs> and all because they didn't like the results of something are these the same people that like let's say a yay or nay four years ago told us to you know you lost you get over it yes oh okay but now when they lost Right, but then proceed oh, to Oh, it's like they're a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, it's like they're a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, it's very much like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was the first time I watched the news in probably fifteen years. <laughs> so, in more positive news, I'm in quarantine. Me too. Because people are dumb. He's a friend, so I'm gonna try and be real nice. I'm in quarantine. My dog had to go to the hospital last night. It's all fun. No one come to my fucking house. <laughs> hey, Cord, can I come over? Yeah, sure. You wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is kind of special because you guys got sent off by me. On a mission, a dangerous mission to save the country. 
A birthday adventure. That's what the tagline is going to be for this. Oh, okay. Cord's birthday adventure. Yay. Before I go any further, this does have suicide in it. And I also just want to take the minute to talk about the suicide prevention hotline for Pennsylvania, which is 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. Are you giving this because I just said I was super depressed? Is that why you're putting this out there? (laughs) No, I I feel like if we're going to talk about suicide, I always want to mention the suicide hotline. No, that's a good idea. So if you are feeling depressed, there's people out there that you can talk to. Now, that's our Pennsylvania hotline. Obviously, every state has one. Just find somebody to talk to. It can help. It sure can. I agree. So today, before we take our little breaky here, we're going to be talking about the haunting of Lock 49 on the Union Canal in Reading, Pennsylvania. And when I sent you guys out, I just want to mention now, I did not tell you anything about what happened there. Correct. We were specifically told that we weren't allowed to look anything up, which I know JC wouldn't have anyway, but (laughs) I would have at least looked it up. I knew I was safe with JC. Yeah. (laughs) I was told no. I do lots of research on every one of our projects and you guys never give me the credit. JC, I think this is the most you've done for the podcast. And all you did was walk around at night. That was lots of research, okay? Extensive amounts of research. Yeah. How long could you walk before you got tired and wanted to turn around? <laughs> Honestly, five feet. Five feet. We didn't get out of the parking lot. And you're like, ah, I don't know about this one. Yeah, I don't feel anything spooky in this area. We're done. Call it. You got out your house and got halfway to the car and went, mm, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I don't know if I want to drive an hour and a half through thick fog. Yeah, that was ridiculous. It was very foggy. My birthday weekend was not the best driving conditions. Cord, you did want to know at least something. So I gave you a little tidbit, which was that whatever was going on there involved a female. Yeah. Left it at that. So when we get back, the haunting of Lock 49. More like the haunting of not 49. Uh-huh. Not a haunt. Wow. Welcome back. You wonderful, beautiful sons of bitches. Mm. My mom's not a bitch. (laughs) I made it too sexual. I made the first one too sexual. We're playing the blooper reel. It's okay. You want to listen to me being too sexual? Listen, be a patron. Yeah, got to be a patron. Yeah, go be a patron. Yeah. (laughs) That is exactly why JC does this crap so that I can put it in the blooper reels and then you have to pay for it. Yeah, that's. That's why. That's that's my thought process <laughs> as I'm as I'm being way way too sexual on with the walkie mic microphone thing that's in front of my mouth. That's why. It was the first time in his life that he was ever considered too sexy. But um. <laughs> <laughs> and then on that note, let me get into the really horrifying thing that happened on the afternoon of August seventeenth. 1875. Plow right through it. Okay. Louisa Bissinger and her three children, Molly, age nine, Lily, age six, and Philip Jr., age three, boarded a trolley from Reading to the last stop near Grings Mill and walked along the towpath of the Union Canal for two miles. As she walked, she and her children gathered stones to put in a basket. Wait, why do you put stones in a basket? You're going to find out. Okay. By the time she reached her destination at Lock 49, 
They had gathered 21 pounds of stones in the basket. She tied it to her waist. She kissed her children and clutched the girls under each arm and convinced the youngest to straddle the basket. Philip had his back turned to the water, but the girls seemed to know what their mother had planned. She jumped into the water as Molly and Lily screamed. Weighed down with stones, she sank to the bottom of the canal, clutching all three of her children. Several bystanders attempted to help the children. One of the bystanders could not swim. Another one jumped in and was shocked that he couldn't grab or feel anyone beneath the surface. Louisa had chosen the deepest part of the canal to jump, and with the stones weighing them down, it was a lost cause. By 5.25 p.m., all four were drowned. Their bodies recovered and laid out on the east bank of the canal. No one immediately recognized them. A coroner and a jury of six men were called. This is called a coroner's jury, and it's basically a group anywhere from six to 20 people who are called on to help determine the cause of death. In this case, they convened on the porch of Gring's Mill, and speaking to all the eyewitnesses determined that the woman must have committed suicide, taking her children with her. Upon closer examination of Louise's body, it was discovered that she was a few months pregnant. At first, people thought that she might have been mentally ill. However, it wasn't long before that opinion changed drastically. Details of her loveless marriage were revealed. Louise's brother, Fred, was the one to share his sister's woes that her husband, a respectable Captain Philip Bissinger, was to blame for her mental downfall. Bissinger came to Reading and won the affections of his sister and his mother. His mother took Captain Philip in like another son, even giving him her business to run. Bissinger repaid his mother-in-law by forbidding her to see her grandchildren. Fred told that seeing little Philip in his coffin was the first time his mother had seen her grandson in months. But of course there's more. Bissinger was seeing a mistress who he did not hide from Louisa and often flaunted his affair in front of her while managing to keep it a secret to his closest friends. Then there was the time he tried to pay Louisa $2,000 to quote, go away with the girls, but leave little Philip with him. To Fred, there was no doubt as to who was responsible for his sister's death. It was neglect and mistreatment of his sister by Philip Bissinger that drove her to the unthinkable. Two old letters of affection were found in Louisa's pocket after she was pulled from the canal. To Fred and many others, it was obvious that she had read these, perhaps trying to hold on to a glimpse of what her marriage used to be as she walked to the canal to Lock 49. As for Philip, he was heard at the wake asking, why couldn't she have just left me the children? A sentiment that was clear to Fred, that Philip wasn't so upset that his lovely wife had died, but that she had made the decision that he wasn't raising her children without her. The funeral of the Bissinger family saw over 10,000 people attend. Some were heard saying, he should be hanged, referring to Philip. There was so much anger and resentment toward Philip that he had a police escort. Mm. Yeah. Philip wrote a half-assed apology letter, not really taking responsibility for any of his actions with Louisa, and basically saying that the two never got along and blaming Louisa for not being able to adjust to his, quote, disposition. Fred wrote his own letter, which is where our information comes from, and that brought out a lot of Philip's true behavior. Bissinger wound up marrying the woman he claimed was not his mistress, but divorced her a few years later because I suppose the grass isn't any greener when you're the one who's a dick. <laughs> and there you have it. That is your story. And you must know by now that there's quite a few ghost sightings along this portion of the canal, which is why I sent you there. Yes. And what did you see? Well, let's tell you about this adventure. Okay. I'm wait, wait. What did I ask you to do, though? I asked you to do something, though. Uh, put Remember? rocks in my pockets. You got it. <laughs> 
what Thor did with Glee. He he threw them at my face and was hoping they'd land in the pockets. I kept my hands in JC's pockets just to make sure the stone stayed safe. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's why. I was hoping that perhaps a action doing the same thing as she would have done while you guys walked that little two-mile trek might have triggered something. It's worth the experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys tell about your adventure. First of all, Cord met me at my apartment and then we drove. Is that really where you want to start? Because, <laughs> well, we went to the gas station, got some snacks and... <laughs> Yeah, I did. I got some chalky milk. Super important to ghost investigations. The canal wasn't necessarily what you would call, quote unquote, open. That was definitely a mistake on my part. I did tell you the reason I thought it was open is because last year they had found a dead body out there at like 1030 p.m. Yeah, it was super good information to give us when we were like five minutes away from walking down that path in the middle of the dark night. And as a producer, that is exactly the time that I tell you that a dead body out there. So essentially, since everything was closed off except the main entrance, we had to go in through the main entrance, which was not even close <laughs> to the place where we needed to be we pretty much walked in the main entrance and walked for a long time i don't i don't even know how long it was too long i would say it was too long of a time i think overall we walked about six miles that night so no yeah no we measured it maybe five it was five or six miles for sure it might have been four that's a bit of an over exaggeration my dude we walked 17 miles one way uphill in snow all right grandpa <laughs> we go in and start walking from the first place but it was like a mile or so into our walk there were a bunch of twists and turns because we had to go over a bridge and start going the opposite direction down the other canal. And during that time that we were walking, we had some talk box applications that ended up being extremely unreliable. Yes. Why don't we talk about the apps we were told to use? I used the app called Ovulus on the phone. I downloaded it from the Apple store because I'm a cheap and I have iPhones. I had told you to download that one because we made fun of it mercilessly. I believe that was episode one. Yeah, probably. Well, double zero. Yeah, we made fun of it. So I used it. <laughs> Our insults were very valid in the fact that it is garbage. It's a garbage app. Do not recommend uh, essentially, it's just a random word generator. I'm a pretty, I think, open guy. I pick up on feelings and, and spirits. I didn't get any feelings. And this thing was like saying weird ass words. And it was just random ass words. And then I was like, hmm, Kiki, does this mean anything? And you will be like, nope. Cool. Yeah. So I could not tell you for the life of me what app I downloaded because I completely forgot. So it was called Paravox. Ah, uh, yes. That one is even worse than the one JC downloaded. Pretty much the entire time I was walking, it was not even generating words. It was just not doing anything at all. Probably because we were in the woods and it couldn't connect to the Wi-Fi to randomly generate words. I'm already skeptical of a lot of devices, let alone applications to download on your phone to use as said devices seems extremely sketchy to me we opened them up and tried them out and realized that they were not a thing at all we ended up actually taking a wrong path and missed <laughs> number 49 completely because 
instead of going down the canal path, we went down actually towards the water on a second path and went along the water and completely missed number 49 and kept walking way past it, thinking that we were going to run up against it eventually and never saw it. Yeah. And of course, it was like the only split in the road. And I was like, yeah, let's go this way. Like it was the only decision we could have made. And it was the wrong one. Yeah, we completely missed it. And then I think we we were like almost at the bridge and JC was concerned about his car getting towed. Park is a ticket. Yeah, a ticket because we were in the canal parking lot in the middle of the night when the canal's not open and clearly not supposed to be there. We almost got to this bridge and decided to turn around and go back and took the correct road on the way back. And ended up at number 49 and decided to take a little break because we were like, well, this is where we were supposed to actually be. So we fucked up. <laughs> so let's hang out here for a little bit, take a break. And I decided to take some pictures. I essentially started taking pictures, like just going each direction down the pathway. And the path going towards the bridge, like the direction we were supposed to be going coming in, I took two pictures that way and I didn't get anything. And I turned around and took two pictures the way that we were going out. So, and the first picture had nothing. And the second picture had a really bright spot on it. And I wasn't using any like night mode on my camera. I was using flash. I kept taking pictures and the spot was showing up in different parts of the pathway. Like it was almost like it was bumbling around a little bit and I could see it through the camera screen. But if I would look down to where it was to try to find a light source or something, it like wasn't there. I couldn't see anything. I could see it through the phone, but not down the pathway, if that makes sense. I mean, I do because I was there. So I might be biased and Kiki has muted herself. So no one knows what she's. I haven't. I'm just waiting to. I got JC because he was sitting up against the post. I'm like, hey, take a look at this. You can see this dot here on my phone. But if you look down there, there's no light source. And I took a couple pictures of it. It wasn't a spot in the trees where there was a light coming out. I don't put a ton of stock in orbs, but it was definitely something bizarre that I can't personally explain. For the amount of not much that happened to us that night, I would say that's definitely the most interesting thing that did happen that night. I would agree. I did also take a picture that scared Kiki when I sent them because it was JC off in the distance right at the end of my... uh, In the fog. (laughs) My light vision with my flashlight. So it just kind of looks like this awkward gray silhouette of a person (laughs) off in the distance down the trail. That's JC, right? And you're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, just just checking. It'd be awesome. And I think we'd have a lot more cred as like a paranormal podcast if it was a ghost. Oh, yeah. Well, we can just edit that out and it could be a ghost. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. And we were, to our knowledge, the only people out on this trail at that time. We did not run into anyone else. Other than the noises of the city around us, there was no noise out there. It was trees creaking and the the, the river there yeah. was no because i was almost more concerned about running into somebody else on this pathway because you had just told us that there was a dead body found there in the middle of the night <laughs> almost more concerned with finding some person some hooligan or homeless person trying to 
find some shelter or something, you know, I was almost more concerned about that than finding some spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like constantly turning around and looking down, make sure nobody was following us or just listening, like focusing in on like trying to hear footsteps and stuff. Cause I didn't want to get snuck up. on. <laughs> there was nobody else out there that I'm aware of. Yeah. And I would agree with that. I was also pretty well aware of the surroundings at the time. And, you know, people, can be stealthy and sure there could have been a fucking ninja hiding behind us the entire time but what the <laughs> fuck would the point be if there was they didn't take their shot because no they certainly could have <laughs> yeah and it was quiet and we would randomly stop chit chat for a little bit too so it, it's you know it would have been very difficult to i think just sneak along with us and what would the point have been we were there for uh, quite a few hours like three or four hours yeah we would have discovered someone in that time. When we saw the this, I'm going to call it an orb, because I'm not exactly sure what else you would call it. I'd call it a borb. We spent some time at, <laughs> at that spot and tried, I guess, talking to it and stuff. But I think we got distracted because JC had that program open and it was just feeding us a bunch of weird words. We kind of didn't really get a response at all. Next time I will be going with you, we're going to do something a little bit more local. And I want to do another experiment using different apps. But I'm going to use Paravox on my phone and just see if we get the same results that it's absolutely shitty. We have a difference of opinion on this because you guys really wanted to go super late at night. Kiki's an old bitch now, so I don't want to stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning. uh, Why not? Because the stories of the haunting of lock 49 occur during the day oh oops it sort of makes sense if you think about and this is where i'm like is this residual where you're seeing the person reenacting what they did they're not doing it at night they're doing it at about between two and five o'clock in the afternoon when decisions were being made to proceed with said suicide and technically murder she Mm -hmm. killed her children too so the one example was a couple of bikers riding bikes on the towpath and they were really close to Grings Mill when they saw a family and it was this mother and they thought they saw these three kids. They went past them really quickly and then were like, wait a second, you know, and turned around to see this woman who they were able to explain what she looked like to a T from what we know what she was wearing from the coroner's report. Yeah, sure, you can look this stuff up because even I know what she was wearing from the coroner's report. But there's been other people who are visitors who don't even know the story who are going there because it's a heritage site. So they don't know this tragedy who've seen the same thing. They've seen the, the mom and the three kids walking. Park rangers have seen it. And, and it's usually always during the day when they're seeing seeing things. And they also do see some activity near Grings Mill, which of course also makes sense because that was sort of where it, it happened right across from there. I think the way that she jumped in, she would have been facing Grings Mill. Some of these places that we want to go to, we might want to go when the activity happened. Right. Yeah, that sounds dumb. You just want to go in the middle of the night because nobody's like really there. That and because that's when I'm awake because I'm a third shifter. <laughs> True enough, which is why I probably won't be going on many of those just because I can't stay up that late anymore. I got a kid. So we we did not experience anything because apparently we were there when it didn't happen. So, <laughs> well, I mean, that's it's 
I feel like it's difficult to say. Like, you know, now you've done the experiment, you've gone at night, there was nothing going on. We we did the experiment too with the phone apps, you know, which is useful for further knowledge. And then, you know, maybe, maybe she doesn't show herself during the wintertime either. You don't know. Like, if it's a residual thing, it could be closer to when it actually happened. So that would have been August. So, hey, you know what? Nothing says we can't go revisit it at a different time. Yeah, except me. We can't revisit it at a different time. JC left the room to say that comment. Right, I know, right? He, like, left because he's so far away from his microphone. <laughs> going on there, buddy? Sorry. I'm okay. getting different pants on. <laughs> <laughs> would you pee or something, dude? <laughs> no, I just... I want to have comfortable pants on now. And... Comfortable pants on. You're in your apartment. You don't even need to wear pants. No, I, I still wear pants. Well, maybe I'm a rebel then. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you're in a relationship with the person you live in. I'm not. So we're just friends. They don't need to see me pantless. I've lived with friends before, and they had to deal with me not wearing pants. So. All right, they each their own then, I guess, Cordy Poo. <laughs> okay. So that's the cost of living with me. Right, that's way the only cost because I'm in. I'm in. I'll take it. <laughs> and JC keeps hitting his fucking mic stand. What the fuck, dude? I'm not hitting it. I'm moving it. Yeah, every time you move it, I hear clunk, 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 clunk. It's really annoying. <laughs> to get rid of. It's not annoying to me now. I just, it's like, whatever. I don't care. But when you're talking and moving it, then I, there's no way for me to edit that out. Other than nice. to just edit you out completely. From the show. From now on. Got it. <laughs> I didn't even have to do anything for it. I know, right? Just let, wow. Just let JC bump it up himself. Yeah. Just let him ruin himself. That's great. Um, I mean, that's what I do best in my life. So. <laughs> so, our musical guest today is Unveil. You probably remember them from back in October. We played a few songs for them. This one is called Empty. You can follow them on Bandcamp and you can follow them on YouTube and you can listen to them on Spotify too. And like I said, our songs will be on. Well, the songs from 2020 are on the Mission Spooky 2020 playlist. We have now started a brand new 2021 playlist that has all the new songs on it going forward. And when we get back, Spooky Squad news and shout outs. this week for anything at all me yeah i'm gonna shout out cord strength it's the best drink i've ever drank 
It's his new energy drink. It's directly from a hose, he tells me. I have to keep my eyes closed while I... It, it takes a little bit of time to get it out, and I have to do a lot of sucking. God damn it. <laughs> well, sucking is something that you're really good at, isn't it, Jay-Z? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Top 10 on my street corner. If you want to join the squad after that nonsense, <laughs> please head on over to patreon.com slash mission spooky. We have tiers at the one, three, and five dollar level. One single buck gets your undying gratitude, access to the booper reels, mostly of which is just JC saying a bunch of bullshit, and a shout out on the cast. He doesn't even refute that. The nope. three dollar level <laughs> gets you early access to our new true crime side missions and exclusive access to Kiki's quirks. My monthly dive into a topic on magic, paranormal, history, whatever the heck I want to talk about, or places that we've already talked about, or missions that maybe I've sent the guys out on. So nothing nothing extra with this one in particular, but we'll see. And then we have the $5 level that gets you access to the monthly private Discord chat, which may include special guests. Now we do have the regular Discord, which you guys are totally free to join. We love to talk to you. The Discord private chat is something completely different. That's once a month. and that only the Patreons get that stuff. Uh, if you come into the Discord, you can talk about cryptids, ghosts, UFOs. We got a TTRPG channel. We even have a D&D channel if you just want to talk gaming. It's cool. You can also, if you're another podcaster and you're listening or if you know them, they can promote their stuff on our channel too. It's cool. Feel free to email any questions or comments on any previous episodes to missionspookypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at missionspooky. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and Podchaser. That gets us looks. Once again, huge shout out to Ghana and India. You guys are killing it. We have so many new listeners right now, and we really, really appreciate you guys a lot. Yes, yes. Yes. I appreciate all of my listeners, though, because you're all beautiful sons of bitches. Of course, of course. It's just we have a lot of new ones. Yeah. They're so from India, and that's pretty darn awesome. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay spooky, guys. And don't die. But if you do, contact us. Contact us by trying to get the rocks out of JC's pockets. <laughs> I like it. Is that a rock in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Could it be both? Why yes. not? <laughs>